everybody and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today we are talking comics. This is the September Comic Book Club episode, and I was kind of tossing between a couple of different titles to talk about. Uh, and due to some time constraints, obviously my, yeah, I had some family come visit. I have more family coming to visit this week. Uh, things are getting pretty busy. So I am pulling from a series that I actually just read recently that I think we could talk about in an interesting fashion, and that is Star. Uh, Star is a new character that Marvel introduced uh, earlier, I believe it was earlier this year, or it may have been last year, in the pages of Captain Marvel, specifically Captain Marvel issue number 8. A character who goes by Ripley Ryan, and uh, this is a 5-issue miniseries that you can find uh, on Marvel Unlimited. I think right now the first three issues are on Marvel Unlimited. This was one of the series that fell prey to the coronavirus. Uh, there was, uh, when the coronavirus was, I wouldn't say when it was at its peak, I think it's still kind of there, but uh, when comics kind of got shut down earlier this year, Marvel went and uh, essentially canceled uh, a bunch of their mini-series that were going on, a lot of those five-issue series, and instead of releasing them in print, they released them digitally. So I had received the first, I believe it was the first two issues of star and then um i I had pre-ordered all five of the issues but at that point they they weren't coming because they and but they had been released digitally already and i wasn't going to pay digitally for them because i had already uh paid for them by pre-order so i waited a little bit longer and still nothing no word from marvel and so i i emailed midtown comics and i was like hey uh i'm pretty sure they made these digital only can you please cancel and at that point it was four issues four and five i was like can you please cancel those i'll figure it out and they did and not two days later marvel announced that they would be releasing them all in print and so i couldn't go back to midtown and ask them to fit to not do what they did they already canceled it so i then had to go find those last two issues myself i uh, ended up just snagging them off of midtown's weekly releases but um kind of frustrating that uh, a story like this and others like it uh, those miniseries got left in the lurch by marvel didn't really seem like they cared too much about it which is uh, kind of an interesting conversation to have. What stories, because Marvel is masterful when it comes to its marketing, and we've talked about that before in the the, the far past, uh, the early days of this podcast, and uh, just how they are so concerned with sales, and they are. And this is a this story is a perfect example of that. Where, um, and, and interestingly enough, so if any of you haven't been reading. Kelly Thompson's Captain Marvel series. I would really recommend it. It's it's a fun series. It's got great action, great art, and a good story. But the 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 only nitpick that I have with it is it feels very uh, I don't even know what the word is, but it's like very superficial. So comparing that to say Immortal Hulk or the X-Men franchise. There's there's a lot of series at Marvel that are very, and Venom would be another one too, that are very deep. 
and there's a lot of layers to the story. There's a lot of behind the scenes sort of things going on that, you know, you'll you'll see stuff and go, oh, wow, you know, they clearly have a plan 50 issues down the line. Like, I can't wait. Whereas with Captain Marvel, it's a very what you see is what you get. The, uh, the stories are, are very straightforward. And again, that's not a bad thing. It's just a different type of story. So just to be aware of that, that these are... They're more one and done. So every arc of the story uh, kind of ends. Things are roughly where they were with one, basically like one thing is new and different. And so in that, in that uh, story where Star was essentially born, um, Captain Marvel was fighting her kind of as a bad guy. And um, they kind of go over that too at the beginning of this. So I'll, I'll read this too. And so what I'll say is I'll, I'll be I'll be going into full spoilers for this miniseries. I will say as well, uh, there really aren't any spoilers to be had in this miniseries. It's it's uh, there. It, it's spoiler free in that sense. Like there, I don't think there's really anything that's impacting the Marvel universe in the story besides one thing that I will talk about right away. Uh, but even then, it's not kind of built on until what I'm assuming is going to be in the future. So when this series ends, there's really no movement in it. Uh, just kind of more of a, hey, you know, here's a new character. Here's a little bit more of her backstory. And we'll see about using her in the future. And that's kind of what I would imagine Marvel is doing. And again, they've been doing that a lot recently, especially in Captain Marvel. They keep uh, utilizing a story arc to introduce a new character and it's really it's fascinating actually so um i had collected captain marvel one through six and i i I only planned on doing one through six but then you know eight came out and the internet was a buzz with uh oh it's a first appearance of star and so uh, if any of you aren't aware there's a very lively uh, aftermarket on eBay and on the internet, um, a lot of news uh, sites as well, that kind of speculate on comic books. And I, I'll admit I'm a part of that. I I, uh, I play in the field of, of eBay, I guess you could say. But it's just wild to me that a, a comic book that's, you know, $3.99, and uh, immediately will jump up to being $8, $15, $20 now because it's got a first appearance in it. And again, it's not like the first appearance of Spider-Man, but these speculators go crazy anytime there's a first appearance. And so I don't know if Marvel capitalizes on that, but uh, they definitely seem to be in Captain Marvel because after, this, after Star was introduced, uh, then I jumped back on. And, and hey, you know, maybe that's their marketing strategy and it worked on someone like me. But then their ne- her next uh, story arc was really cool. It was like, what happens if Miss Mar- or Captain Marvel is actually the bad guy? And again, it's a very uh, cut and dry story arc. Very cool, again, very sleek and fun to read. But by the end of it, you're right back where you left off with her. Uh, turns out, and I won't spoil it, but I mean, again, you could guess what that means. And then from there, the next story arc is um uh, was empire and i uh, did not want to be a part of empire at all that was right when coronavirus hit anyway and i just i could tell from the solicitations for empire that it was going to be 
the exact same thing, like a, a event series pulled out of nothing that I don't think had any real buildup besides the fact that uh, the Kree Skrull War happened a long time ago sort of thing. And in that respect, interesting, sure. But this was a story that I was not afraid of spoilers at all. I constantly read people's articles about, you know, how this issue of Empire went because I wanted to confirm what I thought. And I was confirmed in that. It was a uh, it was just kind of like all the other Marvel uh, series. So honestly, I'm glad I didn't buy into it. It would have saved me a ton. Of, it saved me a ton of money. But I was like, you know what? I <clears throat> they did it again with Captain Marvel. They were like, oh, this is the first appearance of Miss Mar uh, Captain Marvel's sister. And I'm thinking, oh great, like I gotta, I gotta read this. I, I gotta know. Plus, I love Captain Marvel. Like, if you come into my office, I love Captain Marvel. So I found the issues. I got them for a really good deal. I didn't really pay much more than their cover price, but um, I read those, and same thing. There's another story arc of really nice art, uh, good story, not a bad story, but good story with a first appearance in it, and then by the end of it, things are right back to where they were. And what's worse about it is in this one, uh, and this isn't a spoiler because this is the premise of that story arc, is uh, Captain Marvel becomes the accuser, one of the accusers, like uh, Ronan. Uh, for the Kree, and that was super cool, and uh, she ends up kind of giving her power to a couple of her friends as solicited on the cover of the third issue in the arc, which I believe is issue number 20, and uh, all cool, very interesting, but then again, by issue 21, everything kind of a nice, neat bow is placed on it, and Captain Marvel can kind of go off on her own, now knowing, obviously, she has a sister, but... Um, so I read that, and I read that at the exact same time that I read Star, and this Star is uh, obviously trying to strike while the iron is hot. Uh, they started Star right after they introduced uh, this character in the Captain Marvel main series. It's written by the same person, Kelly Thompson, with art by Javier Pina uh, with Felipe Andrade, and then color art by Jesus Abirtov with letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And uh, interesting, though, because uh, it felt a lot like the other Captain Marvel stories of just a sort of, you know, one and done type thing. But I, I found it interesting just because I it's been a while since I've read about a new character in Marvel. And I don't know if they're trying to make her into something new, uh, but I'd be OK with it. And uh, for that reason, we will dive in. So again, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to know anything about this, uh, catch up on the first three issues on Marvel Unlimited and grab the second two if you can, or wait a little longer. I'm sure they'll be there soon. But uh, Ripley Ryan was a success, and then I'm just going to read you what it says on the first issue, like the, the catch up. So Ripley Ryan is her name, and she was a successful reporter for Miss Magazine. The day she was assigned to interview superhero Captain Marvel, everything changed. Traumatized by a months-long kidnapping at the hands of Nuclear Man, Ripley made a devil's bargain with a Kree scientist to gain superpowers. But that scheme failed after she nearly killed the entire population of New York City. Barely alive after Captain Marvel punched a hole in her chest, Ripley lost her powers and wound up in the Raft prison facility, but she quickly escaped after discovering a new power, one that she barely understands. So that is the catch-up from those issues, which I believe is issues 8, it's like 8, 9, 
and 10 and 11. It's something like that. But but it's interesting because that so that is the story. And so what it ends up being, the reveal at the end of that is that she has the reality stone inside of her. And so this is, again, after another questionable, uh, I would argue even less than questionable, I'm pretty sure that it was a, a waste in regards to Infinity Wars, the Jerry Duggan um, event series that came out uh, earlier last year, I believe. can't believe it's been a year. But at that point, they gave up the Infinity Stones, and they all kind of shot off, went their own way. They got their own sentience. And so there's a thing down here that says the Infinity Stones, and it shows all of their whereabouts are unknown except for the Time Stone, which we know is with Hector Bautista, who uh, they did that Infinity... uh, It was like Infinity Watch. It was another five-issue miniseries about where the Infinity Stone is. Again, another cash grab, which I read. And uh, that's where Hector's at. And then Ripley Ryan is the host of the Reality Stone. So the, the thing that's interesting about this is they frame her star as a villain and that's the whole point of this this mini series is kind of her she was basically a villain in the captain marvel story and she's a villain here and i saw a small interview that uh kelly thompson did and she's talking about how like what's so wrong with that basically like we never have new villains sort of thing or like is it bad that she wants to be a villain at first like I think that it, that in of itself is a cool concept, and I'm, I'm totally in on that. And again, the art here is awesome. It's really enjoyable. She fights Titana, and the so she, her power is basically she can do whatever she wants because of the reality stone, but she doesn't know anything about her power, so she can't do much. And so in the first issue, and that's the other thing too, is this, this uh, mini-series is more of like a let's introduce star to the marvel universe so each issue she's like with another character so excuse me in this issue she is with loki and so loki is trying to remove the reality stone from her like uh, hey this is super dangerous i'm doing this for your benefit and so she eventually tries to get like makes him disappear but he ends up it ends up being a fake anyway and he's like not dead at all but He's like, uh oh, like this is not going to be good. And so then at the end of this issue, she shows up at uh, Jessica Jones' um, office. And she's like, hey, basically, like, I'm looking for answers and uh, trying to figure out, like, what is going on inside me? Like, what is this reality stone? And again, we as the audience, we know. And so that makes it a little less exciting when you're reading it because you're, you're more just like, Ripley, you don't know what you're doing. Like, I know, I know what I, I'm doing. Like, if I had the reality stone inside me, I've read enough to know about it. But she hasn't, so she doesn't know. And Jessica Jones is like, absolutely not. I'm not going to help you. Um, and then she tries mind-controlling her with the reality stone. And Jessica's like, uh, I'm not falling for that. Like, I've been mind-controlled one too many times. But then at the very end of this issue, we get the reveal of who's going to be in the second issue, which is the Scarlet Witch, which is exciting, <clears throat> I thought. And so then I got into the second issue, and, and 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 I'm not trying to be too mean on this story. It's not that I didn't like it. Um, again, it's just there's those stories you read when you're like, wow, at the end, like I have to read that again. And then there's other stories you read where you're like, that was the worst. I don't even know why I read that. This is like in the beginning, in the middle of that, of like, you know, it's not a bad story. It's not a great story. I'm glad that I read it. I just don't think I would ever read it again. But at this point in the second issue, we've got Scarlet Witch walking Ripley Ryan through a cave. 
and I think she's kind of in her mind and is is kind of trying to teach her how to like be good with her powers in a sense. And she doesn't want to be. She just she doesn't want to be controlled. She doesn't want and the what's interesting too, and we don't get a lot of this, but there's this uh, motif about a dragon in here. And so this whole story is called Enter the Dragon. And uh, we're going to have to find out as we get to the end here if there actually was a dragon. I feel bad that I don't even remember. It's called Birth of a Dragon. And, uh, but yeah, no, they just, they wander through a cave and she's basically giving her little pieces of wisdom. And then they fight, they're fighting these like dark creatures together. And um, Scarlet Witch basically shows her how powerful she is. Like, you don't want to mess with me. But then we start getting flashbacks of her time with Captain Marvel and how that affected her. So there's a lot of trauma that she's dealing with. And um, just a lot of pain, I think you could say. And the end of this issue reveals who we're going to be dealing with the rest of this series, actually. So in uh, this part, again, I thought I would be really happy about because they're so amazing. The Black Order. But they end up being uh, kind of... And, and I don't know if it's that I was upset with it. But they are a sort of, uh, they've definitely been retooled a little bit by Thompson. And in that sense, I'm grateful because you can only do so much with these characters who don't do much in ways of talking and character development. And so her trying to do a little more of that, I thought was great. And I appreciated that piece of it. But I just think some of what it was, wasn't what I wanted. And again, nothing, nothing against the series it's it's not bad it just wasn't really my bag and so again this issue is just going back and dealing with more of her trauma with captain marvel as the black order is slowly hunting her because they also want the reality stone uh, but they they have a whole storyline of their own now where they're they're off on their own they're away from thanos they're not helping thanos they're kind of just want to live on their own and so who who else but quagmire at the end of this issue she fights black swan for a bit but then Captain Marvel shows up at the end, and that's the end of the issue. Like, we saw that coming. Like, we know she, it's Captain Marvel. Like, we get it. But um, but I guess, you know, people need to know that, hey, she fought Captain Marvel, so we're going to get another Captain Marvel fight. Which, hey, can't complain too much, right? It's Captain Marvel. And so the whole Black Order, and this is in, and now we're in issue four. The Black Order is watching Captain Marvel fight Star, and it's a pretty, pretty big fight. And then we kind of get flashbacks again to her when she was locked up in the raft. And um, then the Black Order kind of strikes again. But at this point, uh, so the whole rest of this issue is Captain Marvel and Star. They kind of put their differences aside in in classic fourth issue of a story arc fashion and uh, fight the Black Order. And it's a good fight. I, I was enjoyed with, I enjoyed the fight. Uh, but then she did, uh, she found some, th- oh yeah, she <laughs> Star grabs this thing from Black Swan, like a little doohickey, throws it to Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel pushes it, and they all start getting sucked into a black hole, and the final issue is called Enter the Dragon, that's what I thought it was, so that's the end of that one, and uh, so like I said, again, I'm, I'm going through these, I think, pretty quickly, but I'm kind of just, I'm literally going panel by panel, so it's like, there's not, there isn't a lot of movement in the story, it's just a story. And so we now this story, we get a flashback for the Black Order that kind of explains why they're here. And then they're now they're fighting Captain Marvel and Ripley. Scarlet Witch shows up and helps them out. It turns out that thing wasn't actually a bad thing and wasn't really a cliffhanger to begin with on episode or issue four. So they're fine. They didn't get sucked into anything. 
uh, Scarlet Witch kind of uh, is fighting them, but then Star's like, you know what? I think I need to stand up for myself. So she uses the reality stone and sort of projects a hologram of herself to the Black Order and says like, hey, um, I will... Uh, oh, and she she sucked in Corvus Glaive into this black hole. So that's what ended up happening. He got sucked in. Captain Marvel and Star got a, jumped out at the last minute. So she says, I'll help you get your husband back, uh, but I want to walk out of here with the reality stone and none of you ever touch me again. Not now, not ever. And they're basically like, fine, deal. And so she, more trauma, which actually the art for her, her, um, her backstory, her flashbacks is super cool and totally makes sense as to why she's a villain and kind of moving in that direction and it, it great character development. I, I really enjoyed that piece. So she starts really coming into her power at this point and I think she's just getting manipulated, um, but she's like, all right, I'm, I'm done and, and kind of leaves. She just explodes everybody and disappears. So we don't actually see her as a, um, as a dragon. And I don't know why we don't, I don't know why it's called enter the dragon, but literally the last of this is her, you know, they're, they're cleaning up the rubble star escapes she's turned in she like uses her powers uh, to change reality to turn herself into a sort of different person she's got like uh she almost looks like black widow actually and uh there she says uh her little final thing and this is essentially so again you could go oh you know what is star what's the story of star and say well you could read all five issues if you wanted or you could read the last two panels on the last story and get this tell me if you think this is enough to sum up everything that i've told you guys in the beginning i was so afraid of what i was becoming but why what i feared ultimately came from others who wanted me to be something else who wanted to cage me or change me i know how to wield this power now it's mine and nobody can take it, and I'm not afraid now, they're afraid, and what can I do? Well, I can do whatever I want, and there's an explosion in the background that obviously she caused, but she's nowhere near it, and she's smiling, and it says the end, and that's it, and uh, um, that's it, so again, I think it was more of a introduction of Star into the Marvel Universe, which is fine, but it just it it it's crazy because each of these issues is three ninety nine, so that's four dollars each times five. It's twenty bucks, twenty bucks to find out this story, and that's these are the days that I say, hey, be thankful if you have Marvel Unlimited. Just be patient and wait. Your stories are going to arrive on there, and uh, these are the times where I'm like, man, I kind of wish I hadn't purchased uh, these books. And again, not because the story is bad, just because if you're somebody who's trying to save some money. Uh, you could save it and not do that and wait for Marvel Unlimited. But overall, I, I thought it was fine. I'm always down for a new Marvel character. I'm always down for especially something in the in the realm of Captain Marvel. I love Captain Marvel. But it just feels like I, I'm, I'm waiting for a really big Captain Marvel story, I think, is the problem. And what they keep, they seem to keep doing is saying, what if we just do some more basic five-issue arcs where we introduce 
introduce a new first appearance of something to kind of throw people off the scent. Like if we can get people buying these issues for that reason, they won't notice that we're not diving too deep into this story. Like I'm waiting for a sort of House of X, Powers of Ten type situation where we're deconstructing the entire history of Captain Marvel. And they kind of did that in the life of Captain Marvel story. But I, I just think, and again, not against Kelly Thompson at all. She is fantastic, and I have fully enjoyed all of these issues. I'm just waiting for something to go just a little bit deeper to where at the end of a story arc, something actually does stick, stick. Something is, you know, we have to deal with this. Like, something isn't wrapped up in a nice bow by the end of five issues. That's all I'm asking for. So if that's not your bag and you do like little five-issue stories like that, all power to you. And guess what? That means there are 20 issues, 21 issues now of Captain Marvel that you can enjoy and many more on the way. But hey, not every comic book story can be my absolute 100% favorite one of all time. And that is why we have favorites. That's why we pick what we pick. But I figured I can't go without talking about some of those things. I know the last time I think I had a conversation like this was in our original Sin storyline, which I can tell you this much, I enjoyed Star more than I enjoyed the original Sin storyline. So uh, if anything, we are on an uptick when it comes to lesser known stories like this. Uh, but that is going to do it for us here at Comics and Cinema. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Honestly, I hope you enjoyed it more than I enjoyed it. And if so, let me know. What is it that I'm missing in regards to this? Is there is there a piece of this pie that I am not uh, enjoying enough that I need to take another look at? Let me know. You can reach me at, on Twitter at a robot's wink, and also Instagram at a robot's wink. For Comics and Cinema, I'm your host, Alex Klein. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you soon.